Well, we're back. And yes, we are. We are back with 25% podcast. I'd rather have 25% of something than mm. 100% of nothing. So I want you guys to click, like, click, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a significant other, tell your husband, tell your wife, tell your boyfriend, tell a neighbor. I don't care, <laughs> even if you tell your kids. Get their phones, click it. It's all PG. Um, but I want you guys to click, like, and click, share. It's the uncut truth. We're coming here to give advice and um, to help those to become knowledge and those that have dreams and desires to start their own business. And, of course, as we said, it's uncut, and I'm going to stumble over some words because it's not scripted, and I'm not reading off a teleprompter. I am coming here to bring people, different business owners that are starting their business from scratch and wanted to help have them give you guys the motivation or letting you know if you're going in the right direction. Um, but you guys know, you go back and watch some of my old YouTube clicks. I mean, come on, we on episode 7, 8, 9, 10 probably. Um, and it's getting to be fun. I'm starting to entertain it. I'm starting <laughs> to entertain it. Oh, gosh, there I go. See, <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy it, and it's becoming entertaining. And I'm looking forward for you guys to get this information to have it and to be ready to good and go and like kill it. Like when you get up in the morning, you know, you got to start your business and um, making sure when you work with the client and the percentage that you get off that job, it's better to have something off that job than pass it up and don't have nothing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have a new gentleman here today and I haven't had any information about him yet. I haven't heard anything about him yet. I haven't even read the call sheet, which I should, and I will start probably. Nah, I won't because you know why, guys? <laughs> I'm coming here uncutting. I want these to be organic, general conversations because if we have, like I tell them every week, if we have conversations that are scripted, then we're not giving them the truth. Mm -hmm. But without further ado, thank you. I want you to introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Mark Coley. Uh, I'm a business coach. Uh, some call me a spiritual advisor as well. So, uh, And some actually call me an uh, entrepreneur's pastor. So I take on a few titles. Uh, but I'm here to uh, share insight and wisdom any way that I can. And I guess it's going to be unscripted. And that's that's the best part, right? You I know? promise you it's the best part. And the reason is. being is, is because people taking their time to listen. Mm -hmm. And I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and they are trying to figure their way out and no, they don't have the advice or the knowledge shall mm -hmm. i say to help them along the way and mm -hmm. i'm trying to prevent them from making those mistakes yes sir mistakes i made yeah. like not setting up the you know not that one my situation but people not setting up their llc's correctly and they're mm -hmm. not understanding the things that they're supposed to do mm -hmm. so tell the people you want to tell them click like click share click like click share and what they click like and then click sharing? 25% podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's the good tea for you. Okay. So we're going to start that. All right. So tell them a little bit about your business. Yes. Yes. And how yes, you got started. Yes. yes. Oh, this is going to be a really good conversation. I'm I'm loving your energy. You know, oh, I have I'm, nothing but it's the electricity. Okay. Listen. You know, listen. I, it's I, good. I, I, go, I, I go off of you. I bounce. I know. I know. And I got good energy. So, you know, it's easy. I make it easy for you. Very. <laughs> like a Sunday morning. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Um, so I have something called the Mark Coley Business Academy. Um, but actually, uh, just to tell a little bit about me as an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur now for like 13 years. Uh, so similar to you, I strive to help people not make the same mistakes that I've made uh, because it takes not to a, cut you off. It takes years to be me. It takes years to be you. Yeah, you can't do that overnight. So <laughs> go ahead and continue. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, how many years did it take? 
Quite a few. <laughs> and I ain't talking about a couple. <laughs> um, but it is a, it's, it's a long process. Um, nobody is there, especially in the African-American community, nobody's there to really tell you how to start a business. Actually, uh, most of us are probably first-generation entrepreneurs. Uh, and if we don't come from a family in which are entrepreneurs, most of us are probably coming from a place where people may not necessarily believe in the whole entrepreneur thing. You know, I'll say now in 2022, I think it's very popular to be an entrepreneur and it's more embraced. Uh, but back in 08, I didn't even know what the term entrepreneur meant. I've never heard it. Uh, I just knew I wanted to pursue something bigger than myself. Uh, and mm. so throughout that time, um, I used to look at things that I did and didn't, scale the way that I anticipated as a failure, but now I look at those as I was in class. You know, I was learning. And you so you were learning without even knowing you was in school? Didn't even know. Didn't even know it, you know. But um, now I'm at a place in life and in business. I'm still learning, of course, uh, but I have a level so, of experience So not now. to cut you off, so when you say you're still learning and you didn't know you was in school learning, so you went through one of those phases that life gives you one of the hardest tests but the, the best lessons. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, uh, every business that I started, I always set the intentions that I would pour my all into it. And so when those businesses didn't pan out or make me extremely wealthy or bring the success that I desired – Initially, I would look at it as a failure, like, dang. But how? A, I mean, you look at it like that. You No, that's what I'm asking you, Bo. And the problem is what people fail to realize is, is that you cannot look at, at a business that didn't reach the goals that you had set within yourself. You have to realize, first and foremost, that's what you had set. Exactly. So your business did as much as you made it do. It did. And it can it do better if you, because you got to realize... A business is like a building that can just sit there mm -hmm. and people can pass it by. But you got to realize that you have to put forth more effort and mm -hmm. you have to go, you have to work harder in the business than anyone else. You have to make sure that you push it. You have to push yeah. hard for it. Yeah. And people in business thinks that because you start the business and open the doors, the customers are going to come rolling through the door. Yeah. So the question I have for you, and this is, let's get down to it. Let's, let's get, get it. down to it. Uh -huh. So when your business... Because I had a friend with one of my, I had a conversation with one of my friends, and it's going to lead to the question that I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. She told me she was having a rough marriage, mm -hmm. and I hope she hit, she's watching my show. But <laughs> she was telling me she was having problems with her marriage, and it was a tough patch. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, you know, you know, what are your options? She says, before I get a divorce, I want to make sure I've done all that I can to save my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I understood it, yeah. and it hit home. Yeah. But the question I have for you is. Before you shut those doors and close that business down, did you feel you done all you could to do? Uh, if you realized, like, hey, I closed it down too soon, because that's okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So I want to know which one it was for you, because these my my people that are listening viewers and be like, they need to understand that I could go a little bit more, and struggling is okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's wisdom with that answer. Uh, if you would have asked me this question years ago, I would have said no. I did not do all I. Don't be yawning when I'm talking. Well, I know baby, I'm stretching. I know it's unscripted, but jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, I got to. I got to let it out. I'm not making you yawn, huh? Because you know they say it's contagious. Um, but I, I realized years ago and now even more so that it did what it was supposed to do for me. It it it. It didn't become successful, but I don't think every business, and, and this is just my perspective, 
I don't think every business is meant to be successful. Some of some businesses like relationships are meant to be learning blocks. And what I realized, but I realized some of the relationship learning blocks, I could have went without law. You could have went without, but you learned without. something. You learned. <laughs> I don't something. know if I learned something. I just know I, I had to put. I had to pick I, up my heart and just put it listen, back together. You learned something. <laughs> it, it, you can either look at a situation as wasted time or time that I've evolved and developed. Even if it's the same cycle that I've went in for for another time, I still learned something. So with every business that didn't pan out the way I anticipated, I learned something from every single one of them. And this is my saying that I tell myself is that all of my failures meet me in this divine moment to not to hurt me or to embarrass me, but to insist me. Come and through. so I know, right? Ain't that powerful? Come on, Pastor. Uh, listen, I told you entrepreneur pastor. So all the people that I mentor and coach now, because I've had multiple businesses and different experiences, I take those failures and I teach for them. I say, no, don't do that. Don't do this. Do this. I wish I would have focused in on this. And now I'm in a place of wisdom and authority, but I only would have got there by way of my failures. I had to fail my way. And l- let's talk about this, not to take over your podcast. Oh, but no, let's take it over. <laughs> Come on. Let, let's talk about room. this, that sometimes you start a business and you're still finding yourself. You don't even know sometimes what it is that you're called to do. Sometimes we're chasing money and we're chasing uh, things that will lead us to our divine destiny in business. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the per- person that believes to chase money. I'm the person that believes I have a gift and I can use that gift to bring me financial gain. Mm. And that is also connected to my passions, my my calling. So. It's not only just something I'm in exchange for financial gain, but it's also a part of me that brings fulfillment. And so my first business was a T-shirt company. And, yeah, it didn't pan out. I wasn't the next Sean John or whoever, but it taught me how to build an e-commerce store. It taught me how to be the middleman. It taught me about sales hack. It was my first business, so I had to start somewhere. And when I came to a place in my life where I said, okay, I'm bigger than just designing shirts, but I, it's, it's a part of my calling that is creative, but I'm bigger than this. I rebranded in something else. It wasn't until years later that I realized after a combination of all these things, it was like God was literally saying, all right, what did you get from this? What did you get from this? What did you get from this? That I went into the Mark Coley Business Academy because I told myself, I don't want to just do one thing. I want to be like a pastor to entrepreneurs because when a pastor stands in a church, a pastor has jurisdictions over spirituality, finances. Your pastor can talk to you about relationship. He can talk to you about so many things. And so I said, I want to be one of those people that are able to mentor entrepreneurs across the board. I don't want to just talk to you about marketing. I don't want to just talk to you about branding. I don't want to just talk to you about passion uh, or destiny or calling. I also want to talk about other things. I want to talk about your mental health. I want to talk about your spirituality, why you haven't forgiven that person. How is that impacting the relationship that you have with your business? Why are you having these mental roadblocks? What happened to you as a child that is stopping you from being the the full version of yourself now? And those so conversations you people more, now. More, you want to do more of a business, pastor, counseling service. Something that I've never seen before. And and you know what? That may be good, but the thing about it is, is though with that, they're going to need a lot of you. Yeah. But there's only so much of your time that exactly. you can sell. Exactly. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I think that you're very, you're deep and you're going. Some of the questions that you're asking are some good questions. Yeah. And especially like, because people's childhood could affect some of their future yeah. responsibility, yeah. future goals. Yeah. And I think that, you know, 
you touched on some good points, and I think that if there anyone out there that's listening, they need to contact you mm-hmm. so they can get that coaching. They yeah. could get that extra because honestly, as being a business owner and we're in a uh, consumer based business where we're working with the consumers, yes, you have to listen to their problem, yeah, because sometimes you're a person that they trust and they need to vent to you. So I've heard more problems yeah. than I've done taxes, exactly. exactly, because some clients have given me they'll come and give me twenty problems but just one tax return. <laughs> so that's the thing. So I would just, I, I mean, I get that, yeah, and people don't understand it, but you got to realize we are all still human. Human, yes. We're still yes. human, and we yes. still go through certain situations and sacrifices, and we have still, you know, still have problems. Yeah. So I want to know one thing about this. With your business, how long have you been in business? This particular business, I've been doing it for two years. Um, I started the academy for a few reasons. Um, Not for a few. I want to know exactly when did you start it. Um, I started in, I believe it was at the beginning of 2019 that I started. So the pandemic hit. Uh, it didn't kill it, but it shifted the direction of it. It shook tables. Oh, uh, glory. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. But you still passed out communion. Yeah, of course. We still Okay, communion. you gave the bread and the blood. Uh-huh. And you still made it on through, and you just still, it's everybody sanctified and pure and cleared. Okay. And they covered. Listen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I want to know. So when it shifted those things, did it shift your income amount to decrease or increase? Because we want the real tea. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that part. It actually shifted it to increase. Uh, I was doing, so uh, let me tell you quickly how I came about with the academy. Uh, I wanted to speak, and I remember telling myself, I said, I know I'm qualified to speak on platforms and stages. I said, but why am I not being invited to these places? And, you know, of course, I'm connected spiritually. So uh, I felt that God said, because you need to build your own table. You're waiting for an invitation to a place or a platform that I've called you to build. And sometimes we get stuck there like, man, I want to be a part of this group. I want to be. What if you're called to start the group? What if you're the tribe leader? You know, but people don't understand that. And people don't understand that sometimes and see patience is a virtue, especially mm-hmm. in business and life and things that you're acquiring and things yeah. that you want. Because people have the lust and desires for these worldly possessions. Mm-hmm. And they feel that business is the way to achieve it, and then, yeah. then they get frustrated. But, you know, you got to realize that you have to take patience. Yes. Because my business rolling and all the stuff that I have in it, it's just not stuff I was able to buy overnight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. buy it overnight. Yeah. It's, if people see the first, the fruit of it, but they don't see the labor in front of it. Um, and that's what, it took me a lot of work as well. Um, I, I had a plan. I didn't have all the money to start. Uh, I reached out to a few friends, told them exactly what I was doing, told them, told them exactly what I needed. Uh, and something interesting happened. Um, I had a friend, I think she sent me maybe like 200 or $500, and I posted about it on social media. And I told people what I was doing. And it literally started like a domino effect. I started receiving cash app out the cash app from r- literally strangers that saw my post. And I was updating people like, okay, we're at 4000 And people would keep sending more money. It literally lasted like a week where my cash app was going off so much that I, at the end of that unplanned campaign, uh, we had about $4,000 to start. Uh, I took it on a tour. So we went to Chicago, New York. I did two stops here in Atlanta, uh, and also did one in Columbus, Georgia. Pandemic happened. Of course, we can't do live events, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I found myself in a place of my entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneur journey where I was being lazy, and I wanted to start getting up early. So once again, I reached out to a few of my friends and said, hey, let's start waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning. 
And a few of them like, okay, don't call listen. me, don't don't call don't me, do don't, don't, don't do it, baby. Don't do that. Don't do that. I just be rolling over. Okay, well you could be rolling up out the bed. I could be, but I won't be. Oop. There's okay, a we'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh, um, no, we're gonna talk about it now. No, we'll I'm not we'll six, not six we'll a.m. About it later. Not we'll six talk about it later. You know, you gotta take the cucumbers off your eyes. And listen, you listen. So that means you gotta get up at like about five thirty. But we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Um, so I reached out to a Bloop. few friends. <laughs> but I guess that's enough for me. <laughs> I reached out to these friends. We started doing it. We was on a Facetime call. About five of us. It started growing because I was posting about it, telling people about it. Well, not even telling about it, just saying, hey, we're waking up and see, hey, I want to join. And then it five turned into to 10, and 10 turned into, oh, dang, we can't do this on FaceTime anymore. The system ain't built for a lot of people to be getting on here. Uh, so I started a Zoom call. Then I started, you know, making people turn the lights on, like turn your cameras on in the morning. Let's let's make this a oh, real wake-up call. Oh, it makes no sense because you're not, you're not really woke. Listen. So uh, you mean to tell me you've been playing in the beginning? I would. In the beginning, uh, but, but, now, but, in the but, beginning, but, but, we were playing because we were still in bed. Like, hey, y'all, y'all up? Yeah, I'm up. Mm, what mm-hmm. y'all doing today? You know, going over goals. And one day it just clicked. I said, this is supposed to be a real wake-up call. If you're going to do it, do it. And so I did that for about a year, and it mm. grew to almost like uh, about 20 people, nothing extreme. 20 is enough, though, because I tell it, you people, yeah. if, I re- if I help someone along the way, my journey isn't in vain. It's not. So them faster. twenty people, them twenty people. I don't know if I could be the past. I might could be the first. You know, the first person of the past. Ah, uh, first G. Not first G. <laughs> first G. So I have to be that tag along. <laughs> tag yeah. along. So the thing about it is, so you got you got twenty people. That's 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 good. Yeah. And yeah. you know what the thing about this? I know you probably still ain't getting up at six in the morning. I still am. No, you're not. I get up at five, actually. Don't wake me. Uh-huh. But the thing about it is, is that so you you still have other people that have been accustomed for that year. They're probably still doing it. But yeah. why did you stop? I, well, I didn't stop. What happened was it was free for about a year, and I saw the impact that this was having. Uh, January of 2020, I said, I'm going to put a, f- uh, a monthly subscription on this. I was so scared because I had been doing it for free. And so... All the people that were currently in the program, I grandfathered them in, started presenting it as um, a payment plan. And I remember I was on Clubhouse talking about this, and I get a random invoice, $97. I was like, who just paid me $97? Mind you, I didn't set up the whole thing, but I haven't even started pushing it out there. It was just in my link. And I saw this this girl, uh, I think she's in Chicago or something. Uh, So, you know, their time zone is different. And she paid me, and that literally set off a chain reaction for me. That gave me the courage, the motivation that what I'm doing is worth paying for. And so I You don't know your it. worth? I didn't it's not that I didn't know my worth at that point. It's when you do something for free so long and there is a, a audience that know it's free. And then when you switch over, you know, like, hey, this this worth something. Sometimes I was like, it is it worth anything? Oh, it, will people pay me to wake them up in the morning? So that I was a little in a place of, I don't know. I know this is valuable, but will people see the value? Uh, but that's but, your job to convince them. Yeah, I did, uh, apparently. And it, it grew, you know. And I've uh, never was, been on Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, I went on there in the beginning phase, but now it's kind of, I get on there periodically. Uh, but... You know, I downloaded the app and my alerts was going off and off. I said, oh, no, wait a minute. I'm too yeah, busy for this much. shit. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's, it's, it's a, a clubhouse. This person in the clubhouse. I was like, listen, baby, y'all in those meetings, <laughs> I have real meetings I have to get to. So we're getting listen. with those real meetings. I was like, I can't do both. I it's, just couldn't. It's a lot. And I mean, it's no shade, no two shade of, you know, to offend anyone, yeah. but it's just 
that's not it's where not I everybody. was. Yeah, it wasn't for me. It's, it's not um, for but I, I think that now, I mean, since you're getting subscription, I may be open up because, you know, yeah. to do it. And I think that, that, you know, with the podcast, that may be a way that I can yeah. reach a, yeah, a, a, another, broader, a different a, audience. Click like, click share, <laughs> follow, and tell a friend. Tell a significant other. Tell an auntie or uncle. Tell, 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 tell some kids. Get their phones. Get their iPads. And click, click, click. Because, you know, they may have some kids that want to be bosses. I just had to drop that in there real quick. Drop that Joan in. But the thing is, is that... So you're getting up, you're having people, you got somebody, you made money, you made $97, which is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's nice change because you know subscription is the way to go nowadays. Yeah, yeah, everything is trying to you get You guys hear me, huh? Mm-hmm. Subscription is the way to go. It Taco Bell sell. got a subscription for tacos. Did you know that? No, I don't eat Taco Bell. Ooh. People eat there? I am people. I eat at Taco Bell. Don't, don't, don't. Um, we'll talk about it later. We got, we, a, lot we got a lot to talk about later, but we're going to talk about something on this air because we're not going to keep, we're not going to keep shucking it because these people coming here to hear what we got to talk about. So you actually eat Taco Bell? Yes. It's good. Oh. Yes. Well, that's good. <laughs> But if you ever don't invite over, you know, unless okay. it's home cooked meals. Okay, okay, you know? I got you. But I'm not dissing Taco Bell. That's Taco Bell. It sounds like a diss. But anyway, they got a subscription for $30 a month, I believe, for tacos uh, that you could get. I, I think it's unlimited. So I can't remember. But it's and you joined the membership? No, no, I'm not that, that big of a fan, but uh, it was tempting. So you mean <laughs> tell me people actually go to Taco Bell? Yeah, they have lines. They have lines for what? What's the question about the subscription? You said you I'm just I'm just lost because I haven't heard someone eat Taco Bell in years. Okay, well they still in business. Somebody buying it. That, you know what? You said a mouthful. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> and they got their target audience, and that's what that, that's they have their target audience. So you know what, guys, that's it. But give me a Wendy's burgers. You know what I did the other night, which was strange. So I ate so many of these when I was a teenager. Big Macs. I haven't eaten these. So uh, since 1991, probably 30 age, years. I'll tell you age. I don't look it. Oop. And this ain't Botox. <laughs> All natural. Yeah. So, I and I was driving late one night, um, leaving a friend's house. Had no business. Mm-hmm. Wade in the waters. Mm-hmm. So, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Wade <laughs> in the waters. Nah, I was just sitting there talking to a friend, talking. So I was leaving and I was like, okay, I'm going to drive home. And I was like, I'm hungry and nothing's open. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was on the phone with another friend. I was like, oh my gosh, that's McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I love, love, love McDonald's fries. Mm-hmm. I love McDonald's fries because they're hot and they have their salt on it. Mwah. So I got me some fries and I got me juice. And I was like, I was talking to one of my friends. I said, it's been 30 years and I haven't had a Big Mac. Mm. And I want it. Mm-hmm. And I had a craving for it. Mm. I got it. It wasn't the bag that was bad. It was just like, I didn't want to eat it too late. So I mm. took one bite out of it. I was like, okay, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But I had, I've had, i had eaten so many of them as a kid. Until yeah. when I got to an adult age, I was like, I don't want to eat that no more. Yeah. I just didn't want it no more. Yeah. I was just over, like, yeah. No, nah, yeah, it's just like yeah. just the thought of it Too made much, me sick. Yeah, yeah. And even working there, I worked at McDonald's and I got, I was like, I wouldn't even eat them. So I started, instead of from Big Macs, I started eating the quarter pounders. Mm. And I just used to fix them up and add my lettuce and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. So, you know, um, so that's why I'm like, side note from the Taco Bells, guys, <laughs> I do eat fast food and I am a number one for Wendy's. Mm, um, number one for Wendy's? <laughs> yes. You, you don't like fast food? Popeye's is good. I, I, I eat fast food here and there. But yeah. you're in shape, so. Yeah. yeah. Me on the other hand. <laughs> y'all see how close I am to this table. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it ain't because I'm just I'm just slim and trim. There's some things we trying to hide. I'm just being truthful to you all, and I'm just giving okay. you the best me, okay. all of me. I love it. I'm giving you me. So the thing about this is, though, are you, um, I see you have a ring on. Mm-hmm. So are you married? Yes, I am married. Okay, so how did that, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to get into your personal life. I mean, it, it sounds like it. I mean, but it is what it is. Okay, take me there. Lead me to the waters. Just don't make me drink it. But the thing is, the question I have for you is, is that did that affect your, were you married when you had the business or were you married before you started the business? Uh, I was married after. Bro, no, what? Wait, wait, wait. I wait, hope your no, spouse is before, watching it because I want before, you to get in trouble. Before, so you was married before? Was it before? Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I started the business. No, actually, it was after. It, it, here's, look, it ain't nothing in there. Here's where I get confused because the business didn't start taking after, taking, uh, taking off until after I was married, though. So when, how long have you been married? Uh, about two years now. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. I know. Right? So, how did it deal with marriage? Because you know, I tell people all the time when you get when you're on a business, your significant need to support you. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a whole conversation by itself. Um, but I am twice on Sundays. Yes, I'm lucky to have a very supportive partner, very very enduring with the ups and downs of this journey. Uh, I recently went back to work, uh, and I even call that a blessing because. Um, I I was telling a friend, being in a position in life where you can decide if you want to go back to work and it's not a requirement. Uh, Some people live a life where they can't even pause to say this is something I want to do. But having a partner that supports your business, your dreams, and sees the gifts that you have inside of you and really is supporting those, I think I I, I treasure that. That's good. And you know, think about it. So I was wondering like that because... I work a lot, and I don't mm-hmm. always have to be in the office to work, but I do work, work, work a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how would that affect me when I start dating and started getting serious, I guess, yeah. and start being to the point to where, you know, like, I have to make dinner. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'm, am I going to hire someone to stand over my stove? Yeah. yeah. And cook for us? Yeah. So those are questions that... You know, I wonder, and mm-hmm. I always want to ask people because some people have good stories, some people have bad stories. Yeah, but at the end depends. of the day, they have a story. Yeah, and I think I posted, I posted, 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 bloopers. But I posted today um, that you're the artist of your life, mm-hmm. and don't let no one else hold the paintbrush. Yeah, and yeah. I posted that on social media today. So, and the thing is, I want to know. So, when you started your business, was it a discussion you had to have, or is something you just went on and did? Cause I don't want to know about your marriage. I, this yeah. is all about business. This yeah. is podcast. Ain't we ain't do? He give counseling. If y'all want counseling, y'all call him. <laughs> but this ain't it. I'm just trying to give you guys advice of how you yeah. should handle certain yeah. situations if you're in a relationship yeah. with business and it comes because, like he said, he went back to work and everybody that starts a business, business doesn't make money and mm-hmm. the brings on financial is a good number one leading for divorce. Yes, it is. So it is. when it you, is. if he's having a, his partner is there for you and your partner's doing those things, how like, how was it a discussion at first? Did you tell him or it, her? It was, it was a discussion. Uh, last year I had a major burnout uh, and hopefully we can talk about that, but uh, I had a burnout. I came to him and I said that... Um, I just need some time. So we I went on a sabbatical from our organization. Uh, I I do like a prayer call on Mondays. Uh, I was going all in for my members of my, my call. 
and really pushing. We had just did a retreat in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh, where we awarded entrepreneurs, uh, had sponsors. It was, it was a really nice thing. Uh, came back, really had high hopes of enrolling uh, maybe like at least 50 more entrepreneurs. And I was really pushing hard and I did not meet that quota. And at that time I had stopped taking my antidepressants, wasn't seeing a therapist and it's just, I, I hit a major burnout. And so we went to Mexico, uh, for a few days just where I can unwind and just think about what my next moves were. And it was at that moment that I decided, uh, with his support that I wanted to go back to work because a part of me is not fulfilled with just doing business alone. When I got out of the military, I had this idea of what entrepreneurship would look like based on what I saw on social media. You know, this glamorous life where me and my friends would be at Starbucks all day or we'd be on trips, you know. I all promise this, you, baby. It's, 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 this is it's not, not what the like case. That. It's not. Let me tell you it's something. Not. You won't get the Starbucks to after the business closed in the evening. Listen, you have to maybe, put your, You have to maybe. put your heels on. Yeah. <laughs> your heels on. You have to put your heels on. And like I tell them, I teach the girls how to walk in heels. <laughs> I teach the girls how to walk in so you, I mean, but that's good that you decided to, you know, you yeah. know when to yeah. go get a job, and like you had a support from your your significant other, yeah. And he was like, okay, and yeah. patting you on the shoulder yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Well, that's good because yeah. you had a good story about it. Yeah, everybody don't have that good story. Yeah, and then everybody don't want to give up on their dream and give up yeah. on their business and well, go get a job. What well, well, can I say this? Yes, you, baby, say what you want. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all understand? We this click like, click share, subscribe, <laughs> tell a friend. Tell a cousin. I, I want to say this part so bad because I, I received so much uh, positive feedback when I posted about. No, baby, not the tip. You give me your tea. Okay, I'm pouring it. I'm, I'm pouring I'm it. Pouring it into <laughs> it. Um, I made a post about it. Now, being a business coach in this social media age, and me being an entrepreneur full time for like three years now, uh, ego set in. I said, "Well, people think." I'm broke or I'm giving up on business because you just make that that statement because I'm going back to work. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Then I said, similar to your platform, I was like, it's, I got to be honest. I got to be integral. I got to tell the all sides of this story, not just the side that I think makes me look best. Uh, and then I started to, like I said, debate, will clients still trust me if they know I'm going back to work? Because it's, it's kind of in this uh, space of entrepreneurship. If you're not full time, you're not really the real deal. Um, Who said so that though? I, it's the unspoken ro rules, you but, know. That, but uh, some unspoken rules are just created by fools. It, it, you just said, "Can we just hit clean thing?" Yeah, yeah. That that was. Can't good. nobody tell you that was good. Can't nobody tell you what's your business and what's not your business. Yeah. I was on the phone. I was on a call today with a client and. I sent them an article. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, look at my article. He said, I see your little article. I said, ah, 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 ah. He said, what? I said, that little. Yeah, yeah. That little part. Yeah, yeah. It's not little. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. It's my accomplishment. Yeah. Now yeah. you click like. And share. Okay. And you didn't even have to subscribe. <laughs> but you're going to. And it's funny because, see, me, I'm a go-getter. Mm -hmm. I, I like to fight. Mm -hmm. I like to don't give up, which can be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not always a good trait. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that's out there that some, you know, fold between the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And they had to. Mm -hmm. But I was blessed and fortunate and favored that I didn't have to fold. Yeah. And actually, as, I'm, as I'm, I've grown my platform and I've grown the things and services and my portfolio to where, you know, I'm now doing more. Yeah. You know, yeah. and 
Is it making money? This podcast haven't made me one penny. It's costing me money every time I record it. Mm -hmm. And I haven't made one cent of revenue, but this is what I enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah. And you know? Yeah. And, but I want to, you know, I, I think it's right for you. I think it's people need, and I'm trying to look for the right words, but what I want to tell you is, is that you did what was best for you. Yep. Because yep. at the end of the day, I don't take care of you. Yeah. No one else takes care of yeah. you. And you and guys, y'all have to understand this. It's okay to work a night job because there have been some days I've thought about getting a job and still run my business. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to realize when you own a business, you have to take care of the business and then take care of you financially. Yes. Yes. And you yes. don't get that. And sometimes your business can only take care of itself. Yes. But that's yes, still not yes. enough for you to survive. Yes. Yes. Something's yes. going to lack. So yeah. you got to push even harder. So it's okay to say, because, I, I mean, it was tough times. I was like, I don't want to close my business, but I'll go get me a moonlight job. Listen, listen, but then the listen. next month, I get up and I go to swinging even yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. people ask me, it's like, how you know how hard to work up work the next day? I took and say, it depends on what bill is due. Listen, listen, listen. That's it. But even even a part of that, too, is finances. Of course, that's a big part of it. But I, for me, it was mental health and fulfillment. Uh my my mom told me she said, "Well, why don't you just?" Uh, and also my partner, why don't you just create more products and services to sell? And I said, "I can't do that because I'll be in charge of it." As an entrepreneur, being always in charge, always the mentor, always the leader, everything starts with you. I desire to be in a space sometimes where I'm not the boss, where I don't have to think about what's the next direction, and so. And also, I miss the small things of Friday feeling like Friday again. I miss the small things of having coworkers and people that you see at work. And so when we when we preach this message of full-time entrepreneurship, we glamorize it, but we don't tell people you're also leaving all those coworkers that you've made family. You're also leaving the holiday party that you actually enjoy. You're also leaving the traffic that you complain about, but that's your time to pray. That's your time to listen to your music. That's your time to talk to mom or dad. It's your time to listen to my podcast. Yes, click, like, and share. And follow. <laughs> and what else? Subscribe. <laughs> All of that. But the thing about it is I, I, I see that, but yeah. the things that you identified are the things I I. I don't. I missed it at the other places, the working yeah. and all that. But the only thing I did was the things that I missed. God still gave it to me here because yeah, I still have yeah. the Halloween day. Yeah. <laughs> I still have the holiday parties. Yeah. I still have the, the my peers, my team. I still have the team I talk to. So I'm not isolated alone. Yeah. I have 11 employees. Yeah. So I'm constantly busy, constantly on the phone. So constantly. it's different for everybody, though. I and promise. Different strokes for different folks. But all of my business was virtual via Zoom. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I said. I should be fulfilled because I wake up, go to the gym, do my calls. At that time, I was doing one for East Coast, and I hop on the one for West Coast. And I was like, okay, I'm done for the day. I've made my money. I'm, I'm good. But I wasn't fulfilled, you know, because I enjoy being around people. Can I ask you this question? Yeah. What would you tell if, I, if, a, if your client came to you and hired you, mm -hmm. and they told you the same situation that you're expressing to yourself about yourself right now? And take yourself out the equation. Yeah, yeah. And and I've done that so many times. But what advice would you have given that person if they came to you and gave you the same story? I would have told, and I have t told people in my organization, stay at your job. I, I had a few people that are in real estate started doing very, very well during the pandemic. And they came to me, Mark, what, what do you think I should do? You know, things are booming. I said, stay at your job. Is, is your job impacting your income 
in your business? Nope. Well, don't leave. Don't, don't, don't. But it can affect you. It can hold you back. it, It can, but also... There are parts of that job that I, I feel brings a level of stability. And I believe. Wh- but you know, stability and the peace of mind can sometimes hold business owners back. And you, you it, got, it but just you gotta depends. Be, but it I depends know, I know this. Like, when you depend on something else versus swinging at the fences and going out to get it, that's how you make your business grow. Sometimes. We, 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 can, we can agree to disagree. We're going to agree and, to disagree. And, and, and that's what I told myself when I got out of the military. And I really didn't have a plan. How I long just that's knew. What you say? How long have you been getting out there military? I got out in uh, at the end of 2018. So. Oh, uh, you're a baby. How long you did? I did. Mm, did I do seven years? Seven, close to eight years. Oh, you still a baby. Um, I got out, but I didn't. I knew I was getting out, but I didn't plan properly. And so I would tell somebody that's interested in going full throttle with their business: have a plan, save up money. You. Everybody doesn't respond to stress the same way. I know we preach the message of when your back is against the wall, you're going to go get it. Sometimes that causes a person to be overwhelmed. Sometimes it causes a person. So everybody's response mechanism is different. And so if I take on uh, uh, yours and say, well, I'm going to go get it like, like he did when his back was against the wall and all his bills were due and he went harder, that may not, I may not respond to that. The same way. It may cause me to go drink or maybe cause me to go commit suicide. You know, so we just can't tell people, like, you know, take away all your stability because I think that's what sometimes people do. Like, I'm just going to jump and everything going to work out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But you have to be okay with those choices. You do have to be okay. But for me, how I operate and took a long time to figure this out, I operate in my most creative, liberated version which helps me ultimately in business when I have a sense of stability. Without my sense of stability or my footing, I start to, which happened last year, my business had to fund everything for me. Now, was it doing so in the first part of the year? Yes, with no problem. But when I started to experience burnout and everything began, began to be money-centered, like I got to make more, got to make more, got to make more. I started to dread the thing that I was waking up a year ago doing for free and absolutely in love with it because now it felt like a rat race. Now I'm making more money in my business. I'm enrolling people in my business. Why? Because I took the pressure off of my business only having to sustain me. Now I'm at work. I know I'm going to get a check. I know just by showing up, doing that work. And now my business is my passion project again. So now it's like, oh, I made this much in business. It's good. You know, so I tell people now, figure out what your success path looks like. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. Figure out what works best for you, because everybody that has their back against the wall does not respond the same way. Doesn't. You know what? That's good. And I'm glad you he gave me some insight. And those that I told to keep going. (laughs) Keep going. And that may be good for them. They just need to analyze it. Yeah, they need to lie yeah. it. But I mean, if your back was still against the wall and you came out on a strong suit, but you know, the thing about it is some people get too lazy. Yeah. Some people true. get too complacent and true. they don't be motivated. And you true. have to find that motivation. True. So I want to, this is your wise man. Give me something that three tips you would give somebody. Uh, and, and also, first, give me your favorite quote. What's the favorite okay. quote you go by? I uh, don't look in your phone for I'm not looking at my phone. I'm just, oh, you getting, getting them lips. You, you getting them lips. He getting them lips ready to give that quote. Mwah. 
This is a quote that instantly came to me by Harriet Tubman. Uh, she said, I freed thousands of slaves. I would have freed thousands more had they known they were slaves. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, I, I love that quote. Um, but can you elaborate on that for yeah, some of, course, of us that's, of course, that are, of course. that um, you know, don't understand? Harriet Tubman being one of the uh, pioneers and liberated, liberators of, of, of our people, she said, I freed thousands. And it's, it's almost like she's saying, that's a good thing that I did. I freed thousands of them. But she said, my capacity were for so many more, but they didn't even understand they were in bondage. So she said, I couldn't free them because they didn't know they were in bondage. They just thought being a slave, that was who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And so I feel like that sometimes in my life, like I'm, I'm sent to liberate men and women uh, from, from the way that they think. But some people, you can't free them because they don't realize that they're enslaved. You but know? how come? But it's a double-edged sword because some people that maybe was afraid to leave. Mm-hmm. And didn't know there was the success and can believe. You know, when you're having a business and you can relate that to business, that they have people that have skill set that can be a boss and can be about a boss and have a successful business. But the belief has to be there. Yeah. And yeah, the belief the that they think of the success. Yeah. So it's just not that they didn't believe probably like there was in slaves, but they just didn't believe that they had the capabilities of being free. Yeah. Either way, they... They because, you know, like someone taught me when I was in school, I was in art class and I was little. It was many moons ago. And the teacher said this. The teacher said, when the elephant is a baby, they put the biggest heavy chain on the left leg, mm-hmm. on the back leg. Mm-hmm. And as that. the baby gets older, the elephants gets older, the pain chains thin. Mm-hmm. But it's a mind treatment. And it it's is. like, you know, people, you know, those chains, they're thin. And the elephant leg can just Oh, wham, and Just they can be easy. gone. Yeah. But the mindset is, is that they can't go nowhere because that chain is so heavy on them. Well, they, they live from a place of, um, I've been teaching, we've been reading the book uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. Uh, my, my group is called Morning Acceleration. Um, but I've been teaching from the book Psycho-Cybernetics, and we're actually in this chapter about imagination. And everything, you, you live from your perception, not reality. You live from what you perceive to be true. And so even with that example of the elephant, the elephant is living from the place of perceiving that that chair and that rope is stronger than me. So he's not living in reality. We know the reality. The reality is, baby, you could just pick your leg up and you won't even feel it. Mm -hmm. But the elephant lives from perceived information that is actually wrong. And so a lot of us live our lives just like that. We perceive uh, or we imagine that we cannot do something or we imagine and we create all these scenarios of different things not panning out and we live from that place. It's unfortunate, but it goes back to that quote. I freed thousands of slaves. Those were the people that said, I can move this rope. I just need somebody to help me versus the people that said, I can't move this rope. I see where y'all going. That's cute. Y'all write me when y'all get there, but this rope, I can't move it. And I wonder if I was slave, how I would have been. Because my personality is, who? Bug wild. They'd have been whooping me. Uh-huh. But, you know, the thing about <laughs> it is, is that, you know, it's just my personality because I'm just not a person that could be tamed. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's probably a hint why you got a ring and I don't. <laughs> um, but the thing is, they'll give some good tips that you want to give to some business owners. Uh, from what perspective? There's so much I can share. Like, Just uh, give me just, three. Um. I would say motivational f- tips. Yeah, of course. Uh, I would say 
figure out what your success path looks like. Um, I don't care what social media says, care what anybody else says. Figure out what your life is, what you define as success in your life, and follow that. A uh, second thing that I do is get a real hobby and don't, don't turn it into a business. Don't turn every hobby into a business. Don't turn, you know, if if you meet with your friends every Monday to go walking and y'all talk and y'all unwind. Don't, after it grows to 10 people, don't turn it into, oh, let's do a photo shoot. Okay, well, let's start an Instagram page. Uh, I did that, and it's, it's like some things don't need to be connected to money. Some things are just for you to decompress. I had to learn that. Uh, last but not least is just the old oldest saying ever, uh, how can two walk together unless they agree? Uh, the people that we have in our lives, we have an unspoken contract with those people to go in the same direction. And so you just want to make sure that the people in your life, that we're going in the same place. And sometimes it's okay if you make a decision to go in a different direction and I make a decision to go in a different direction. It doesn't always require beef, doesn't require drama. It just says, hey, we're going in different paths. But as long as you have people around you that are going in the same place, it makes that journey better, easier, uh, and more fulfilled. And you know what, guys? I like that, and I thank you. And how can they reach you? Uh, Mark Coley, M-A-R-C dot C-O-L-E-Y on Instagram. Mark Coley on Facebook. Mark Coley on LinkedIn. It's Mark Coley on Twitter. That's uh, pretty easy. My website, markcoley.com, M-A-R-C-C-O-L-E-Y, info at markcoley.com. All right. And you guys click like, <laughs> click share, and you guys follow him and go see him if you need some coaching. Yes. Um, this guy, as you can see, he's a wise man. Um, we're going to wrap this up. But I want to thank you guys for listening, tuning in. I want to thank the YouTubers, too, for watching, my viewers. Click like, click share. You know, hey, share, friends, share, share this with you. And you guys got to understand, I'm doing this for the passion, not for the money. And I'm having fun. And goodbye. <laughs>